listening to Well Advised, a podcast from the Kentucky Advising Academy, an initiative of the Kentucky Council on Post-Secondary Education. I'm your host, Mitzi Holland. Our goal here is to connect people like you who are centers of influence for Kentucky students as they transition into their post-secondary lives to resources and opportunities to make the process smoother. I'm so glad you chose to tune in today. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Well Advised. Our podcast for this month connects us with some special folks at Kentucky Fame, and we're going to discuss their structure and programming and their opportunities for partnership around the state. Here to speak with me today are Kelsey Richard from Sky Fame and Amanda Bloom Thompson from Henderson Community College Fame. Ladies, please introduce yourselves to our listeners and share a bit about your background in coming to this work. And Kelsey, we'll go ahead and start with you. All right, thank you, Mitzi. And um, I'm, I'm super happy to be here today. So um, I am employed at South Central Kentucky Community and Technical College. And I have a role here at our branch campus, the Franklin Simpson Center as the campus director. SkyCTC has six campuses and I oversee um, the Franklin Simpson Center as well as the SkyFame program. And luckily for me, the SkyFame program is located on this campus. And so um, I help students with uh, pre-admission to post-graduation for uh, this program. And, and I came about in this field, um, I had an advisor uh, at my four-year institution that was so incredibly helpful to me. And she made sure that I graduated within four years. And, you know, at my last advising appointment, I asked her, uh, how do I do what you do? How can I help students the way that you've helped me? And so she told me that I needed to get a master's degree in student affairs. And so that is exactly what I did. And it, it truly is my passion to help students um, take that leap from K-12 to post-secondary education and um, to help them be successful. And I'm Amanda Bloom Thompson. Uh, as Mitzi said, I am from Henderson Community College or HCC fame. And I have been the success coach for that program since 2018. But I have been in higher education um, with KCTCS, specifically the community college system since 2006. Um, coming to the fame program, I found something um, really unique, something I never thought that I would do in higher education. Um, but I am not only the FAME coach, but I am our apprenticeship project coordinator in Workforce Solutions um, across our KCTCS system of 16 colleges. Each college has a Workforce Solutions department. And so I am not only the apprenticeship coordinator, but I'm currently Henderson's unit leader for workforce. So I also establish relationships with our local businesses for customized training um, and education for their employees. And like Kelsey, I had um, amazing advisors when I was in uh, going through college and my journey through higher education. And that really inspired me to want to come back and help students as well. So that in that sense, I parallel Kelsey's experience. Um, but thank you for inviting me here today. And this is my first podcast. Well, thank you both ladies. We're so happy that you are joining us. And uh, it sounds like that you two are the epitome of what we're trying to feature when we're talking about helping that transition from secondary to post-secondary. 
And um, it sounds like you all wear, or both of you wear many hats. And so um, the things that you do, they, they resonate very much with the work of Kentucky Advising Academy. So again, thank you both for being here. And I'm excited that people across the state can learn more about your programming and your opportunities. And with that being said, uh, Kelsey, I'm going to ask you the first question. And then Amanda, if you want to chime in uh, and, and offer any follow-up, that's perfectly fine. But um, tell us just a little bit about how Kentucky Fame came to be and its structure. Sure. So for those listening, Fame actually stands for the Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education. And Fame came about a little over, gosh, it's almost 15 years ago now, uh, with Toyota Motor Manufacturing and Bluegrass Community and Technical College, which is a sister college in the KCTCS system. And what happened was Toyota saw a high need for developing their talent and, and specifically maintenance technicians. They decided to truly create a program that would allow them to grow their own. And so there was a gentleman, and we have to give him credit. His name is Dennis Dio Parker, and he spearheaded this entire idea that students could, you know, go to work and go to school at the same time in this cohort model. And so it was extremely successful in that region of Kentucky. And through, you know, booming economic development, um, the, the Kentucky Cabinet for Economic Development got a hold of it and really spearheaded the growth, which then um, kind of spiderwebbed out into Kentucky. And now there are nine chapters within the state. And so um, what happened was it got so large that now the National Association of Manufacturers and the Manufacturing Institute housed the program. And so it has grown, I learned this morning, 39 chapters in 13 states. And so the fame model and impact is all across the United States. And so, um, it, but we really give credit where it's due and it started in Kentucky um, with Toyota. So uh, I would just add uh, to what Kelsey said, uh, she gave a great overview. I would just add that I couldn't be more proud that this program comes from Kentucky. Um, sometimes we're not known for the best things uh, around this country, but I, I think we can all say with pride that fame comes from the Commonwealth and was born here. Um, I, I would add to, you know, I, I was privileged enough to be able to go to what's called the AMT Academy, Advanced Manufacturing Technician Academy that prepares employers and college partners to start and sustain fame chapters around the country. And at the AMT Academy, I, I, I had the privilege of um, learning from the man himself, Dennis Parker. And, you know, Dennis's commitment to this initiative absolutely was the reason it still exists today. It's just unparalleled uh, the heart that he's had for it. Um, and he explained, you know, much like Kelsey said, th the way he put it, there was a gray tsunami that was about to happen. In other words, a wave of retirements at the Georgetown plant, years and years of knowledge and talent was about to walk out the door. And they said, we have got to do something and we've got to do it quickly. And what made the fame model so unique, and I think what has really 
really made it sustainable and attractive to so many employers is its blend of a technical core, what are called the competitive competencies, uh, also known as manufacturing core exercises where students learn about the whole lean process and safety culture. And then you combine that with what we in fame call professional behaviors. Uh, you all might know it as soft skills or essential skills. That three-part combination is magic. And I really think that it makes fame distinctive from other work-based learning opportunities. It makes it distinctive from other apprenticeship programs. Uh, and, and really, again, just really speaks to why it has become so popular, not only in Kentucky, but around the country. Well, thank you both, ladies. I know uh, just from my role in a in or my past role as a college and career counselor that working with Kentucky Fame was wonderful, and I specifically worked with Sky Fame because of our region. But uh, I saw several kids just benefit tremendously from the program and from the way that it's set up. And we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. But right now, before we move on to to that. I'd like to know a little bit about um, the manufacturer's role in the program because I know it is a partnership between the 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 college and manufacturers, and they play a huge role in the success of this program. And I know you mentioned that it got its start with the Toyota manufacturing, but elaborate a little bit more on what that looks like now and what those manufacturers do. Yes, and so one of the most important things to know about FAME is that it is industry-driven. We, as the college partners across Kentucky, serve as a supportive role in providing the curriculum and the space and the support for the students. The employers really tell us how much talent that they need, okay, and that's really how this grows. Because economic development is so high across many counties in Kentucky, we are seeing tremendous growth. And that's how, you know, we really can gauge the manufacturer's involvement. And so, for example, the manufacturer has input every step of the way from helping uh, the colleges recruit to sponsoring the students where students earn high wage, high wages so that they can you know, pay for their tuition and graduate debt-free. They provide them, um, some provide laptops and study days. Um, and, and they really, you know, at the end of the program are giving them a full-time position plus years of work experience. And then coupled with that associate's degree is extremely powerful for a young student to earn at their age. Uh, for example, I know students that graduate completely debt-free they are buying themselves a really nice home and staying at the company that sponsored them. What this does is it showcases investment, not only in the student, but in the manufacturers. And so because all of that, what I call secret sauce, we are truly seeing a snowball effect of manufacturers that not only need this talent, but not only need this talent, um, but are benefiting from it uh, exponentially. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. So, so yes to everything Kelsey said. And I would just add, 
our, our manufacturers have probably the most important role because what our students learn in class one day, they're applying on the job the next. That type of learning is powerful, it's sustainable, and it creates that, as Fame would say, global best technician. Um, and, and what I have found when I partner, for example, with our sponsor companies, one thing that I strive to do is ensure that I go on site and I work with our manufacturers and, you know, we just educate them about this opportunity. What does it mean to sponsor in fame? What it means is to get the best ROI, the best return on investment, those manufacturers have to invest time. We may ask them to invest some money as well, tuition support, um, chapter dues, things of that nature. But the biggest investment we ask them to make is time. Those floor supervisors, those mentors, that's where this is very much and very similar to an apprenticeship program. So it's very important for our manufacturers to know if they have the bandwidth, so to speak, to, to, to have that person or persons on the floor that are going to invest the time with their AMT, their Advanced Manufacturing Technician or AKA FAME student. And so we try to do supervisor trainings and you know, really explain to them, you're going to get the return on investment when you invest the time in that AMT. And so beyond that, our manufacturers really benefit from our chapter structure, which is, and of course, as Kelsey said, it's an industry-driven model. However, we as the college partner provide a lot of support and then we bring in our economic development organizations. We bring in Chamber of Commerce. In our chapter, uh, we've included United Way uh, in, in, in our chapter. Um, other nonprofits, as they make sense, you know, it really is kind of a three-legged approach, a three-prong approach um, that all of these entities come together um, in the broader community to support this endeavor. So that's really what our manufacturers can do and what they stand to gain from this, this program. Thank you, ladies. It truly is an example of a very cohesive post-secondary advising system. You're working with the secondary partners. You're working with the business and industry partners. You are representing the post-secondary institutional partnerships. So it truly is just the full circle post-secondary advising system. And uh, I've always been impressed by it, but I've learned a lot just in the last few conversations that we all have had leading up to this podcast about, you know, how it truly works and how it comes together. Um, so I know that students have to uh, meet certain admission requirements. So Amanda, do you want to lead us in talking a little bit about the admission the process admission or the process of admission, I should say, to a Kentucky Fame School and what advisors can do to support the students process. And then um, after that, I'd like to talk to Kelsey a little bit about the more rigorous academic uh, requirements as a follow up to that. Yeah. So so when we're thinking about students who are in that secondary ed space, especially their senior year when it's time to start making decisions and consider a career path, the admissions process is, is fairly straightforward in terms of they connect with that high school counselor 
or that instructor at their high school, maybe in the career and tech ed unit, or it could be, you know, in a, in a STEM class, it could even be calculus or physics, but they connect with that instructor or counselor who's aware of fame. And then that counselor or instructor reaches out to a success coach or someone at the college partner and kicks off that conversation. And we begin to go through the process of, you know, walking the student through the whole application cycle, as I like to call it. So you're going to, you know, begin um, by supporting that student with filling out the application. First and foremost, just fill out that application. Let, let that student's interest be known. And then beyond that, filling out the application to the local community college that's providing the related technical instruction for the FAME program. And having them go through the process like many other college students do where they're going to apply for financial aid, um, they complete the FAFSA, and then they're going to send transcripts. Um, even if it's an unofficial transcript, that's great to get the process started. And typically where we have our application cycle, you know, they're, they're not going to be graduated yet. They won't have completed all their coursework, but go ahead and send that unofficial transcript, send placement testing scores. And then as we begin to work through that, um, you know, the coach or, or whoever's at the college partner that does the outreach, We'll start to work with that applicant, make sure that they have all their documentation completed, all the application process completed. And then at that point, we can start scheduling interviews, connecting with employers. And it, it really, to us, it seems simple, Kelsey and I, I know, because we've done it so many times now, but it can, you know, it can be a little intimidating to students unless you have someone um, at the college partner that can step you through that. And that's that's what Kelsey and I do. We are those really, I, I like to think of the word navigator. Na the word navigator comes to mind in all of this. Um, Kelsey, did you, did you want to add anything? No, you did really great. Um, I think the college and career readiness coaches and the advisors in the secondary space are really hidden gems. And in fact, if I could give you a virtual applause, I would, because you are really uh, what helps us at the post-secondary level really, uh, it allows us to give the student a personalized experience, a very warm handoff, okay, so that we can make sure that they are successful in all of those processes that Amanda just laid out for us. And so, you know, part of that process is the uh, selective admissions portion of FAME, okay? Now, one of the really cool things about fame and the industry driven aspect is that our manufacturers really tell us the college partner what we set as the selective admissions criteria okay for us at SkyFame in south central kentucky students must have a cumulative high school gpa of 3.2 or higher or college ready benchmarks on appropriate placement tests that we can accept, which include ACT, Coyote, AccuPlacer. Uh, what am I missing, Amanda? We use EdReady Ed here Ready. at Henderson. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's important for the, you know, college and career readiness coaches and guidance counselors to know that we are here to also guide you in what those placement exams look like and exactly how we can work together 
to make sure that students have access to those exams if they're really interested in this opportunity. I want to emphasize that I have several applicants every year that truly see this as a career for themselves and really want this opportunity. And so I am here to administer those extra placement exams. Uh, I help the students find online tutoring, you know, and, and I really, it starts with that connection at the secondary level with those guidance counselors so we can all work together to help that student. Thank you all. You made some very valid points and and truly the the schools that do have people that are able to serve in college and career uh, coaching capacities do help because they uh, they do help bridge that transition gap. Um, school counselors wear many hats and and so while they do an awesome job, a lot of times it take it helps when there's somebody else that can help share that load. Um, so to to just kind of further elaborate on that, um, what you just said about the academics and the the GPAs and and that sort of thing and the placement scores, you know, a lot of times people think of these types of degrees as vocational degrees, and they're more for like you know technical hands-on students and and that sort of thing. And while that may be true. Um, Students participating in Kentucky Fame are held to a higher academic standard a lot of times. The the admissions standards, like you mentioned, the GPA and and the placement or ACT score. Uh, and I know that when they are accepted into this program, they go through an interview process to find their manufacturing placement. Correct? Can you elaborate a little bit on that, one of you? Sure. So. The each manufacturer tells us how many students they would like to sponsor every year. And so here at SkyFame, once we compile a list of students that are eligible for the program with that criteria that we just talked about, okay, I then connect them with the manufacturers that are ready to interview. And this is a part of our process that we make it very real world and we do that very intentionally. We want these students to contact the manufacturers that are staffing approved and you know ask for their own interviews. And what this does, it puts a lot of responsibility on these students. And that's how we see how students are gonna be successful. They contact the manufacturers, they set up their own interviews and then hopefully they are given a sponsorship deal. That deal can encompass tuition assistance, very high wages. I don't mind sharing that the highest wage that I know of in our staffing chapter, students are making $23 an hour right out of high school, okay? And that is huge for some students. Um, and it, even offering um, incentives, you know, each semester, if you make good grades, we'll give you a 50% raise. There are so many different ways that our manufacturers can sponsor these students. And so um, I am behind the scenes making sure that that interview process goes smoothly and, and I can coach those students on maybe what they can do better, you know, if they happen to not get a sponsorship. What's important to note is that at any KCPCS institution, if you do not get a sponsorship in SkyFame, Amanda and I are here to um, help you find a different pathway if you'd like it to college. There are many other STEM-related, hands-on 
you know, degrees at the colleges um, that could probably interest some of these students. Thank you. I, I was going to ask Amanda, and this may be what you were about to say, so I apologize if it is, but you can elaborate. So if a student is not selected into Sky Fame, but they still want to pursue that industrial maintenance degree or something like that, can you talk a little bit about the um, financial or the affordability options, I should say, for students that maybe don't get into Sky Fame but still want to pursue that avenue? Right. So, so you know, any student at any of the chapters in Kentucky who interviews, puts themselves out there, um, hoping to get into, you know, their local fame chapter, if it doesn't work out, they still have some amazing choices for career after that. You know, we have so many industries in Kentucky and we have more coming. Uh, we know that 2021 and 2022 were incredible peaks for economic development in the state and many, many commitments were made um, for industry to come here. Industry needs those workers and they need them to be skilled beyond what most of our high schools can offer in terms of skills. That's where the community college can come in and help fill that skills gap. And we can do it, you know, with certificate programs in as little as, you know, some of them eight weeks. Um, so there are a lot of opportunities beyond uh, the FAME programs and most all of them, especially when you're talking about skilled trades, welding, industrial maintenance, uh, electrical, construction, even things like mechatronics. I mean, depending on what the local campus offers, there are so many options that fall under the umbre umbrella of something that we call the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship. And if I've brought this in a little too soon, let me know. But but Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship, you know, that was an initiative that was supported by our legislature, our General Assembly here in the Commonwealth. And um, I, I can't say enough about this initiative. It, you know, with Work Ready Kentucky, there's basically a guarantee that our students are going to graduate debt free. Uh, I'm sure Kelsey can agree with me, but not a single HCC fame student has ever graduated owing money. Um, yeah, yeah. So the Work Ready Kentucky Scholarship is for any resident of Kentucky who does not already have a college degree. And if they are enrolled in one of the five top in-demand sectors, um, that have been identified in the state, and that's business and computer and information technology, transportation and logistics, construction, healthcare, and of course, the sector fame belongs in, which is advanced manufacturing. So you have those top five sectors and so many programs, um, you know, within the skilled trades uh, offered at our colleges, they're all going to be covered um by work ready kentucky so there are alternatives and those are also have the potential to to you know give these students a future in a high wage high demand career thank you and you know the big takeaway that i have from hearing you all say this is you can go to school debt free you can get up to an associate degree free so i hope that our listeners will carry this information forward and let, let the students know that there's no reason, there is absolutely no reason not to work towards some type of post-secondary credentialing. Whether you want to do a certification, a diploma or an associate degree or whatever, you know, 
there are lots of opportunities and avenues that you can take to get that financial help. It is more affordable now in those areas than than it ever has been. So, um, you know, I'm just thankful for the programs like uh, Kentucky Fame and uh, those degrees in those high demand areas that allow students to have those opportunities. Um, so getting on to our next question, I know that the SkyFame program is, is a hybrid type program in that they're working and going to school. So Kelsey, could you tell us a little bit about what a typical week looks like for a FAME student versus a traditional college student? Yes, it's actually really cool. So students attend classes two days a week, and then they're working with their local manufacturing sponsor three days a week, and then potentially weekends, if that's what's agreed upon by the student and the company. So for example, um, I'm just going to use one of my students. His name is Heath, and he attends classes here on Monday and Wednesday. Heath is getting ready to graduate the program, and he works for his local manufacturer Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and he has weekends off, um, and, and he has plans to continue his education once he graduates, and so the work-life balance of these students is very manageable. However, I will say this is a rigorous program. There is study time involved. I had sometimes have to remind folks that these students are earning a full associate's degree. So along with their hands-on technical curriculum, they are taking general education classes and there are homework assignments. And so it's really important that uh, we support those students throughout their week. Um, and that's kind of what it looks like. What about you, Amanda? I I absolutely think that you've nailed it, Kelsey. Um, you know, for those students who are coming right from secondary ed, for those who are coming to us right after high school graduation, I, I can say from experience that first semester is a real true transition moment. And coming from five days a week at school, going down to two, and then in that time where they're learning to balance school, work, and a social life, um, one thing that we do, uh, we always have a program orientation for our students. And that is, uh, you know, we'll, we will have that after the sponsor companies announce their commitments and the students, you know, accept those commitments. However, that that progresses. Once we have our, our group of students, we refer to them as cohorts. Once we have our cohorts in place for the coming year, we have a program orientation. And one thing that I do, and, and Kelsey, you, you guys probably do too, is that, you know, we stress to them, you think that this might be fairly straightforward when you get started with it, but it's going to go fast. It's going to go hard. And the first thing you'll probably need to give up is sleep. <laughs> so be ready for that. And, and they find their way, you know, and, and this is, I think where a really good success coach can come in and help, um, to do those touch bases with the students, to check in with them on how they're doing with that transition. Um, you know, I, I think is critical for their success. But yes, our secondary partners, definitely that is something that they need to point out is, you know, to help them kind of start thinking about there's going to be that transition from high school to college and work. And, 
you know, they need to kind of prepare for that mentally and then know what their resources are, know who their supports are um, with the college partner. Well, thank you all. Um, my next question's really focused on the degree options, okay? So, and what I mean by that is I know that when students enroll in Sky Fame or, you know, Kentucky Fame, I should say, uh, that they um, are working to complete a two-year associate degree. However, you all do offer the opportunity to transit uh, to transfer to uh, complete a four-year degree. And so I wanted to hear a little bit about what it might look like for a student to transfer to complete a four-year degree. And if they are working toward a four-year degree, can you tell us a little bit about some of the degree options? And then lastly, I wondered if there is a huge difference in public versus private institutions if they're transferring to um, either of those, would it look a little bit different? I know that's a multi-part question, so if I need to repeat anything, just let me know. <laughs> Amanda, do you want to take the lead on that? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, obviously our AMTs, our technicians are going to graduate with an amazing associate's degree, plus around 2,000 hours of on-the-job training experience. They could stop there and really have a career for life and be able to live comfortably. However, we do have students who, you know, start out even knowing coming into the program that they have ambitions beyond the two-year degree. And so as the college partner, we're here to encourage that. And one thing that we can do is connect them with resources to transfer to four-year programs. And, you know, FAME has a long-established relationship with Northwood University. It's based in, Kelsey, it's Michigan, correct? Yes, it is Michigan. And so those programs are fully online. And so if a student wants to take advantage of those established relationships, Northwood will take all of their credits. And there is an engineering pathway and there is a business pathway through Northwood. So that, again, that's been established with FAME for over a decade now with that university. If there is interest, uh, you know, closer to home, um, you know, taking advantage of some of the tuition supports for our four years here in state, then you can look at, at a lot of different pathways that come off of FAME. Again, engineering makes a lot of sense. Um, there's a path called manufacturing engineering technology. That is, it really is um, a CPE actually <laughs> did an audit and it was the, the most in-demand, most sought after bachelor's degree in the state. There are not enough graduates um, in manufacturing engineering technology. Um, electromechanical engineering tech, um, it, it, that really has a, a, an automation focus. So if students lean more toward automation, programmable logic controllers, robotics, um, electromechanical engineering, or some kind of automation engineering degree is, is high demand sought after. And when we look at price point at salaries for these graduates, we are talking about starting, you know, um, in the $60,000 range a year, um, and that's going to range on up to 80000 a year. 
Um, you know, if we talk about, especially those in automation and robotics, depending on the company, they could make six figures. So there really is a ton of opportunity out there. And we do have four-year partners that, um, you know, really look not just at the gen eds, but the technical credits um, that students earn in the FAME program. Murray State is one, Western Kentucky University is another. Uh, WKU, I know, offers um, an organizational leadership degree uh, that's entirely online. You take five week classes, one class at a time. Uh, all materials are supplied um, by WKU. So, you know, those degrees that are especially online only that are tailored to working adults, let's our graduates stay working in the field stay current with their skills and keep them fresh while earning a bachelor's. And if their sponsor company will continue tuition support, you know, and that's something that our applicants can always think to be asking our employers, do you offer tuition supports as well? Um, you know, any kind of reimbursement, uh, any kind of, you know, incentives uh, to go on to a bachelor degree. So there's a lot of opportunities and pathways, but again, I would say engineering or business, or that manufacturing engineering tech is is especially in high demand. So, um, Kelsey, what what would you add to that? Yeah, I think you know just as the bridge from secondary to post secondary, right? We can also assist from the associate degree level to the bachelor degree level. And we can do that in any aspect, you know, whether it's in-state with our public universities or if it's with a private four-year institution or even out of state. I think it's important that, you know, between those bridges of the student's academic journey, we can provide assistance in getting them there. And so that's a part of Amanda and I's you know, success coach role is to really sit down with the student and identify their career goals and, and where their academic journey may take them. And so we are here to assist um, in any of those aspects. So ladies, we're about to get to the end of our podcast. And before, but before we do, I have another question that I would like to uh, ask. We have so many opportunities for students to take advantage of dual credit now in high school and they can get scholarships through Kia, a work ready and Kia's dual credit scholarships to pay for some of those courses. So how has that affected the SkyFame or Kentucky Fame program? Um, I don't mean to misspeak on that, but I'm used to SkyFame in my region, so I apologize. But how has that um, impacted the Kentucky Fame program? Um, I'm, ass I'm assuming it's been a positive impact, but I would just like to hear y'all's thoughts on that. Medea is so impactful. More and more students are entering the system, you know, the community college system with multiple um, courses of dual credit, you know, several, several credits coming in. And what that does is it really elevates the student's success. So they are already familiar with our learning management system, you know, Blackboard. And they are already familiar with the rigor of a college course. And so when they enter a selective admissions program, like the same model, they really know what is expected of them. So that's one benefit. The second benefit is here at uh, South Central Kentucky Community and Technical College, our leadership and, and president, Dr. Phil Neal, implemented a merit scholarship. And if you come in to Sky CTC with 
I believe it's nine dual credit hours, and you have a 4.0 in those dual credit hours with SkyCTC, he is going to scholarship you $5,000, no questions asked. And with our affordable tuition here, um, that is more than enough to cover two semesters. So that adds on opportunity to graduate debt-free, okay? So there are multiple ways in how dual credit can impact a student. And that's just here at SkyCPC. It might be different at HCC where Amanda is. So I, I don't have anything for Anderson quite like that. Uh, that's amazing, Kelsey. Um, I will say, just adding about dual credit, um, not only to echo what Kelsey said about understanding the rigor of college classes, but it, it, it also allows our students to have a little bit of breathing room, right? So, so fame, again, you know, it's that technical core, it's our competitive competencies, it's our professional behaviors, but I, I guess we should add that fourth area of we do have those core classes, we do have general education classes that you need to earn a degree, um, and when students don't have to you know, take things that they already have credit for, it allows them more time to focus on the technical classes. You know, there there's even more of an opportunity for them to focus on that. And there's, you know, less of a concern about taking the general education classes. Now, that doesn't shorten their time to completion because they still have to complete that technical core, which is spread out across five semesters. Uh, they do a fall, spring, summer, fall, and spring um, to complete this program. It's approximately 20 months if you add in breaks. Um, but, you know, although it doesn't necessarily short, shorten time to completion, uh, it, it does allow them to have even more of a, a work-life balance if they already have that dual credit, so. That's good information. And I know a lot of times those general ed courses are the courses that a lot of these hands-on kids or technical students dislike the most. So if they are able to get some of those behind them and focus more on the technical side once they're in college full-time, then that probably makes it a little bit more enjoyable for them. So again, just another benefit, another opportunity for students to uh, gain a degree debt-free. And um, so as we near the end of our podcast, I wanted to give each of you the opportunity to share anything else that you would like to mention um, to educators who might be listening that would help better prepare students for their transition to a Kentucky Fame program or to, you know, college in general, because um, while you all are working primarily with Kentucky Fame, a lot of the things that you all are doing um, work for all types of college admissions. So um, if, if there's anything else you want to elaborate, Amanda, we'll start with you and then Kelsey, uh, we'll get your thoughts. So, Mitzi, uh, again, just want to thank you for this opportunity. And, and I would say that for our educators out there listening, please work closely with the parents of your students. Encourage the parents of your students to learn more about the skilled trades, to be open-minded toward supporting your child to go into a career in the skilled trades. 
there are a lot of misconceptions about especially manufacturing that are still out there. Things that are changing, we we have come a distance, but we still need to get that parental buy-in. Um, I, I think the students can see the value. I think our educators see the value, but it's those partnerships with parents that I think are really going to to help us sustain a program like this into the future where they're actually putting their children on a career path. Both parents and educators can feel good. They're putting their children on a career path that's gonna give them a sustainable career for life where they're gonna be able to live comfortably and have a good standard of living. Thanks. You actually, I mean, so truthfully stole what I was gonna say, Amanda. Um, I think I would like to make a plug for women. I see some rock star female fame students in the network. And I want um, our educators to know that it is so important that we support women and uh, minority candidates and really encourage them to apply to programs like this. We um, have a chance here to really support those populations and to um, impact families in this way with with these high wage, high demand careers. And Mitzi, I just wanna thank you and CPE and KAA for having us. And um, I really encourage any educators that are listening to please reach out um, to any KCPTS college and inquire about FAME, the, the Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education. Thank you. Well, thank you ladies. And you all have shared some valuable information with us today. It's been great to hear about another opportunity for the students of Kentucky and how advisors can best assist them if they choose a Kentucky Fame program for their post-secondary pathway. Thank you ladies for sharing with us today. It's been great hearing about another opportunity for the students in Kentucky and how advisors can best assist them if they choose a Kentucky Fame program for their post-secondary pathway. You shared some valuable information and I was so excited to hear about it all. For all you listeners out there, be sure to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and offerings. In addition to this podcast and our webinars, the Kentucky Advising Academy offers an in-person, regionally-based professional learning series. You can find further information about these resources on our website, at cpe.ky.gov slash advisingky. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at AdvisingKY. If you missed any of our past webinars, you can check them out on YouTube by searching for Advising, searching for Kentucky Advising Academy. ELA and Frisky Training Credit are available for our live webinars and in-person events. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We'll be back next month with another episode, so please join us, and thanks for listening.